Welcome to the official Brandon Ritchie Substack podcast episode. Today's date is January the 11th, 2023. And if you're tuning in here to the first time, welcome to the show. I'm grateful to have you. If you're an existing listener, you guys and gals know the uh, drill there. I'm grateful to have you here as always. You are the driving force of this show. And if you are a first time listener, uh, I'm I'm going to kind of exp- I'm going to explain the the purpose of this podcast and blog and the purpose and the central drive is to it's it's this is a tool and instrument if you will to serve it's a map to, it serves as a map for helping you to be a zenith during chaotic times and what do I mean by zenith what I mean when I say zenith is that I want you at your tip top I want you at your peak at your best. And I must say, this is an evolution from uh, that that evolved from into this podcast from my po- coaching experience and coaching background, because that's what I do when I train uh, individuals for athletic performance, for life, fitness, life, all of those things. And this is the central motivator. And the way that I have the, determined in my experience and what I have viewed in other people's experiences that are able to survive and thrive in their environment is to do this you have to first of all have an understanding of your environment just like uh just like a uh a uh, bengal tiger has to have an understanding of its environment to survive to thrive you have to have the same understanding and the thing is there are forces that work against that understanding. There's forces in media, forces in social media, in fact, all forms of media, entertainment. Uh, all of these things serve a purpose in either advancing your knowledge of what this environment is made up of and how it works, or they, like most cases these days, they blur the lines and misdirect you in terms of how this environment works and what what is the driving force behind it. So with that being said, I want to kind of dive in here. Today is it has today's topic does have a central theme, but I'm going to be a little more loose on the conversation today. Uh this happens sometimes. Sometimes I get into uh having been a writer and author and uh also doing this podcast Sometimes the ideas flow and they flow real, uh, you know, endlessly, it seems. And then uh, some some weeks I will hit a point and I will kind of, it'll be like writer's block or it'll be an idea block. I don't necessarily have a block on ideas. It's just that today uh, that focus is going to be just a little more loose. I'm not going to be so uh, centered around a a, a a hard theme, so to speak, but I'm going to, I'm still going to address some things in terms of this environment structure and navigating it. And normally I do this uh, with having guests on. I will have guests on the show that, from different backgrounds, all different experiences in business and uh, coaching and all different backgrounds, athletics, and they all share their experiences and their um, relative experience in their lives and how that they achieve this success and how they're able to thrive in their environments to bring this understanding to this 
to this podcast and to this blog. But with that being said, there's a quote here that I want to read by the great Marcus Aurelius. The quote says, There is but one thing of real value, to cultivate truth and justice, and to live without anger in the midst of lying and unjust men. Marcus Aurelius, the great emperor. I like Marcus Aurelius a lot. The reason is he has a lot of Stoic writings. And if you've heard that term Stoic before, um, I don't know if you're familiar, but if you've never heard that before, basically what Stoic means is is someone, you know, refers to somebody and says, hey, man, that guy's really Stoic, you know, uh, he doesn't seem to be shakable. Uh, he's very even, even-tempered. That's what Stoicism is. It's a working philosophy that basically hinges around the ability of one to control their emotions and to harness their emotions and not allow their emotions to control them. And that is easier said than done, right? We're all human, and we, and obviously in this day and age, in this current era that we're living in, that is a day-to-day test for many of us. For many of us, it's a, it's a minute-by-minute test. And uh, it can be a very challenging thing to do. But this is something that I took up personally um, over the years. As I've gotten older, it got better. It really started to happen when I was going through some difficult life uh, obstacles of my own about seven seven years ago, and uh, decided to that I you know I I wasn't like an emotional wreck. I wasn't that. I'd never been one of those people, but. But nonetheless, I, I realized that my emotions were kind of driving my mood a lot more than I wanted them to. So I started reading. And I came across Marcus Aurelius. Um, I came across some of these great thought leaders like Plato and Epictetus, some of these wonderful writings about these gentlemen who have lived through some of the most dire circumstances um, and have been at the helm of some real interesting things in life. And when I became more aware of that, I realized that it was a working, living philosophy. And it's something that is part of a discipline. It's like a daily discipline, just like going to the gym every day or making sure you get your workout in daily is a discipline that requires that agency and that action. Stoicism requires the same discipline. You have to always remind yourself. I find myself constantly Uh, reminding myself to not allow my emotions to overcome me. And uh, more so, I say, I didn't mean to say all the time, but uh, at times where I'm being tested, that's when I remind myself, calm down, keep that internal flame internal. Don't let it it combust and come outward and lash out at somebody. So so it's a difficult, it's a challenging thing to do. I've managed to do it like everyone. I'm human. I've also had my weak points, but it is nonetheless, I think, a very sound philosophy and a sound approach to life because let's face it, life, there's always a fight around the corner. There's always a battle. There's always a shortfall. doesn't matter if you're trying to invest in a business. doesn't matter if you're trying to um, to grow a, a you know a team to build a team or whatever it is if you're a coach. So these things are all part of the human experience, our lived experience. And so when I say this, 
this Stoic philosophy is a very powerful thing. And I think that this is crucial, particularly in this era that we live in now, which to me is very emotionally charged. We live in an emotionally charged society. It's like uh, a tripwire, you know, uh, like if you go out into public and you try to voice your opinion. I mean, I want you to just slow down for a minute. If you're listening and you don't always agree with me or maybe you're trying to understand my perspective or people like me, our perspectives on this, the reason the 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 reason society is is really having a difficult moment particularly i mean all over the world but here in the US particularly we have the freedom of speech and we have reached a period of time now where being able to express an opinion openly it is a battle. It is a conscious battle. Now, it's not that words don't have consequences. Words do have consequences. But in today's society, these the era of cancel culture and censorship and all of these things are being driven uh, by very powerful forces, <clears throat> forces by the government itself. And... Um, as we've seen with Twitter and these other platforms and, and the stories that keep dropping every day, we see this, this effort to silence society with the exception of those who speak for a particular narrative, not against a particular narrative. And I think we all need to slow down and really digest that pill. I think that is a very dangerous, deadly pill to swallow. As the movie The Matrix points out, when Morpheus comes to Neo and offers him a blue pill or a red pill. You guys have seen the movie, I'm sure, and you know the the choice is binary, and so Neo can choose the blue pill and continue to stay right where he is, living the life and the existence as he knows it. Not as what it is, but as he knows it. Or he can take the red pill and then see how far down the rabbit hole that goes and what life really is, the reality of the life he's living. And so that's a, that, is, that is a dilemma that we're in now, I think a lot of people do not want to see uh, how far down the rabbit hole this goes of the real life that those outside forces are trying to force onto the rest of us. But there are a lot of us that want to and have already taken that red pill. And we are seeing what this environment is really made of. And it is something that is very concerning. And it's something that we're always having to contend with uh, every day. I mean, if you just read the news stories on just about everything, it all comes down to this. Um, and this is something that's pretty interesting. I mean, we look at Greek mythology, for instance. 
Um, in Greek mythology, the Titan Prometheus was known as the God that gifted mankind with the gift of fire. And Prometheus, you see, he did this, uh, in one version of the story at least, he did this by tricking Zeus into eating uh, bone and fat that was really undesirable. It was, you know, not a bone and fat. It's not really a tasty thing unless you're a dog, right? So anyway, Prometheus tricks Zeus into doing this, and then as a result, um, Zeus denied mankind the gift of fire, and forced, he forced humans to also eat their meat raw. And it's at this point that Prometheus decided to use this as sort of an opportunity. And he used this as an opportunity to come in and swoop in uh, as the good guy and to gift mankind the gift of fire. And as the story goes, Zeus was angered by Prometheus's, uh, you know, opportunistic uh, situation here and, and, and to earn mankind's favor over him. So he decides to chain and punish Prometheus for eternity at Mount Caucasus. And in this punishment, Prometheus was on that mountain, on the side of the mountain, uh, chained. And this great eagle would fly in every day and eat Prometheus's liver, only for his liver to regenerate, for the bird to come back again and eat it again over and over and over for eternity. Now, eventually, according to the story, uh, Prometheus was uh, rescued, freed by Heracles. But why do I bring that up? Is I bring this up because this is somewhat the times that we're living in. There's this struggle. There's a struggle of seeking truth, and there's a struggle of suppressing the truth. There's a struggle of facing reality, and this struggle of, of um, fighting not to see reality or to hide reality. And when I when I point this out, we're somewhat in an era of it's like a Prometheus epoch. And I say that because with the struggle, those that are trying to deliver truth and to deliver the reality to the rest of society, right? We're, we're trying to gift uh, society the gift of voice, not the gift of fire, but the gift of voice. It somewhat parallels Prometheus's story in my viewpoint here. And so as we're struggling, we're being punished. Now, we're not being chained to the side of a mountain to have our liver eaten off, but uh, who knows? I mean, it, that, that could be the goal of those that are trying to suppress such a thing. But but the we are being canceled and we are being suppressed. And there's always this fight and there's always labels and personal attacks. And, you know, there's always the whole personal destruction scenario to this. And so this is why I view this current era that we're living in as a is a form of warfare. And it's a very intentional one. Information warfare uh, there's an economic, uh, economic warfare involved here. So this is a very, uh, specific kind of fight. It's a very real thing and it's a struggle, but nonetheless, it's an age old struggle. It's one that's been around for generations. It's just that I believe in this current era of technology, uh, that we live in with, you know, the advent of social media and, and all the media platforms and entertainment, this information warfare has just really been amplified and people have really been influenced by all of these actors, all of these moving parts. 
And so the the whole point of this is that we as society, in order to in order to maintain that gift of fire or the 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 gift of voice that is like a fire, we need to we need to be the dissonant voices. Uh, the other morning I woke up to see it was Monday morning, I believe. Today's Wednesday. My days run together, guys. I'm sorry. But yeah, Monday morning uh, I woke up and in my email inbox, I had an email where the great Matthias Desmet, the uh, psychologist author of uh, the book, uh, The Psychology of Totalitarianism, had liked my Substack, had liked this very Substack in a blog post. And it was an article and podcast episode that I did on how fear is used as a control mechanism. And I uh, went into and referenced Matthias's work in this, in this uh, podcast and article. And in a particular episode, was a, it, was an ar- it was an article, but I did an audio readout so in a podcast format so that you could hear it as well, read along and listen. So Matthias, had point, I pointed his work out in this article, and he had liked the article. And if you're not familiar with Matthias Desmet, he was uh, the gentleman that, that uh, basically presented and brought explanation to the, the, the concept, this phenomenon, this chilling phenomenon of mass formation. Okay, and the mass formation has a very um, historical well-documented experience to it that is absolutely chilling throughout all of history. And he was uh, basically bringing understanding of mass formation to the current situation that's taken place under the pandemic and all of the suppression of information and all of this warfare in terms of information warfare that has gone on in the last couple of years. And with that, I was really pleased to get that email. I was really shocked because, uh, in my view, and if you've read any of his work, which I would strongly recommend, I also recommend his writings on my Substack. And uh, his work is just it's 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 brilliant and very 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 uh, sobering, a lot of it, and very you know very pointed and. It's, you just can't argue with the historical context of all of this. So he he breaks this down, and the fact that he liked that article kind of had me, you know, had me excited on one. But at the same time, it was like, man, I'm glad that there's people listening and people watching. And he always says in his message, in his messaging, to to be the dissonant voices against the mass formation, that's how you basically neutralize the mass formation. And here's the other side of it, too, and I think this is very important. So we have narratives out there, and we all, you know, pretty much society is split on these narratives. There's some people in the middle, and maybe they bounce back and forth on, you know, they're not just completely fixed to one side or the other. But but by and large, the society is kind of binary in terms of its split in terms of the narrative of the pandemic and the narrative of 
the economy and governing and all of these things, right? There's people that want more government. There's people that want more of these things uh, that continue to, in my opinion, destroy the economy. And there's people that don't want any more of it. There's people that are fighting against this, as we've seen this past week uh, here in the U.S. with the 20 holdout uh, newly elected House of Representative members of the caucus holding out on the uh, Speaker of the House vote, and even their own even their own party was demonizing them. The so-called conservative legacy media was demonizing them, right? And so the point is, though, is that there's there's lines out there that get blurred. But the twenty holdouts were holding out because they were wanting. They're wanting to fight for uh, this truth. They're wanting to fight for this, this, the, the getting to the bottom of the truth, and to fight for the justice and to correct all the wrongdoings that were done uh, in the last couple of years, and, and and to help to overwhelm the mass formation. And uh, the mass formation is something that uh, Matthias says the way to do that is to continue to be the dissent voice, but in doing so, not to slip into this um, form of hatred so much that we then become the mass formation. And see, that's the key. That's the key element. We've got to be, <clears throat> we've got to be peaceful. We've got to be strong. We've got to be assertive. Uh, even aggressive in some in some ways, but peaceful and uh, color boldly, but color between the lines. And this is where I think this is the whole reason I started this uh, little project here. This podcast and this Substack was to present this historical and philosophical aspects of life that we that's been documented from the beginning of mankind um, that comes from all different sources and to try to bring as much understanding as I can in a, in a practical and positive nature. I'm human. I have my days. I have my moments, but in terms of, you know, look, here's the, here's the reality. The reality is things are not good, but I'm not just going to be a pessimist, you know, it's as the old saying goes, you know, complaining about a problem without offering a solution is whining. And that was Teddy Roosevelt. And, um, you know, I'm not going to complain about a problem without offering a solution. That's the point of this uh, substack is in, in with my guest and for you listening, I want to try to bring that understanding as a solution so that you can master your environment and what you do inside that environment and, and the actions you can take in this environment to ensure that this environment is a good environment and not an oppressive environment. And that is basically the 10 cent version of this. And it just takes time. It takes energy. It takes discipline. But I know that if you're listening um, on the other side of this on your device, I understand you at least are trying to find some kind of answer, whether you agree with this message or not. I think you're looking for some kind of answer. And I think we all look for answers at different points of our lives. And I just hope that even if you disagree uh, with me, that you are listening 
and at least continue to try to f- seek this truth, to seek the truth out um, of the situation and to bring understanding to your life and have an awakening of your own and and that this all can make sense. And then we can all come together and we can all overwhelm the mass formation or any potential mass formation that could arise as a result of all of this division and all of the divisiveness and all of the bad actors that are trying to blur the lines of truth and reality. And that is the gift of voice. That's the gift of speech. And that is just like Prometheus, in a way. Was he an opportunist? Yes, he was. But I think him giving man the gift of fire gave man, you know, uh, a little bit of something to help mankind out. And that's the goal here. And um, we do this together, you know. And this is how this podcast, this Substack rolls and That's basically the message I wanted to get off my chest today. So I hope you enjoyed. This is a short, sweet episode, and I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did and you want to support the show, make sure that you visit visit the rest of my work and subscribe at brandonritchie.substack.com. And you can also listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And if you are listening on Spotify, if you would give me a follow there. And the big thing, the key thing, please give the show a five-star rating if you want to demonstrate your support. It takes literally probably five seconds to do the five-star rating. And that's what helps to push us up into the, to, you know, overcome the algorithms and to push us up the ladder to the top of the charts so that we can get exposure and help others to find understanding and to find the truth and to be a zenith during chaotic times and that is the goal and if you are one of those people please do that and you can also make sure that you connect with me on facebook getter and i'm also now back on twitter i'm experimenting with twitter again and i'll put my twitter link here on the show notes as well but uh if you are listening in for the first time once again thank you very much and i'm very grateful for your ears and for your mind and your actions your actions of engagement and uh we're in this thing together but we're going to expose the reality and we're going to give people understanding and we're going to uh seek the truth in every uh situation moving forward And that's my message for today, and I'm sticking to it. So you guys, ladies and gentlemen, have a wonderful day. Remember, stay strong, stay focused, stay active. Take care.